What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. The season is mercifully over, so I'm happy to be back for episode 141 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is, my name is Jonah, lord of the worst team of all time. Joining me from far, far away, digitally across, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Zach! (laughs) What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. I should have written that down. Zach, still recovering from once again missing out on IRL meeting Amelia. It's got a sting. The concourse. A little bit. Um, I did. I took Eli over behind the Bailey to get a a turtle. My eyes were peeled. (laughs) His were too. I showed him a picture. Scream if you see this face. (laughs) I said, uh, you're not going to come over and say hi. And she said, "Uh, I have a friend over there. Was there a friend? (laughs) Do you think there was a friend? (laughs) What was her tone? (laughs) I had to take it at face value. I don't think she's a liar. It's fine. Uh, You know, there was all that. I've really stepped in with this DI stuff, hating the tip of the spear, but loving the shaft. So. You never know. Maybe that cut deep all across the board. I'm a shaft lover. <laughs> Sometimes I have problems with the tip, but all in all, it's all love. Uh, what were you going to say? You weren't. What were you going to say? I don't know. Nothing. Uh, today, we put a absolutely glamorous orange and blue bow on what's been a simply fantastic season and uh, cut each other off because it sounds like there's a pretty substantial zoom delay. And uh, that'll all be part of the FCC recap. Uh, Kevin, if he responds, because it is Sunday night, to my message saying, you got a minute? I'll put that in there and it'll be a brand new. And after that, Potpourri will get out of here for the last game of the season. Zach. What's up? It is Sunday night. Final home game. Final game. Decision day of the season were you feeling a little melancholy are you excited to call it a wrap on 2021 um i wasn't excited to call it a wrap it still feels like since we've got the uh, usa game coming up it feels like there's one more to go i know it's a completely different beast but uh yeah that's true i'm no i'm i'm not excited for it to be over i still enjoy going i had a good time today yeah, TQL, we're not done with you just yet, but um, it was weird. The second afternoon game of the whole year and a rarity dealing with the sun in our eyes. I thought that was one of the most enjoyable parts about our Nippert seats is just watching the absolute pain and suffering and burning um, on the other side of the field because the sun just really piercing people um, in USL and that one MLS season where we had fans. Uh, and it was a brief glimpse into what their life was like so really i'd say one and a half games well actually one half and then another game i think there was a half where the sun was a problem tell you what the team might not have performed but we really lucked out with the sun yeah totally (laughs) that's it i thought i'd really (laughs) set you off on a sun tangent i mean season one we were we were in the bailey there were some fucking brutal games in the sun that's true that season that's for goddamn sure 
Yeah, I don't know. I wore a hat today. It wasn't too bad. One thing we can say about this year, I think I just said it, but I'm going to say it slightly different. The product on the field, not great. The weather in the stadium, mostly pretty good. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, for sure. We had one rain game and uh, didn't touch us. And uh, yeah, a half of sun. It was pretty good. I mean, when you got people like Matt Doyle making fun of us, national pundits, I've noticed a lot of them aren't taking into account how nice the weather's been for us. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, would you trade a winning season for bad weather in the stadium? I don't think so. Nobody would. Nobody would. That's why, uh, no, I don't really have any follow-up to that. But, uh, you simply wouldn't. We've made a deal with the devil. Nice weather. Worst team in MLS. And uh, it was so. You look at the, we did lose today to Atlanta, who had something to play for. Uh, let's go ahead and call this the FCC recap. They were trying, they could get as low as out of the playoffs and as high as like fourth, because that's just how wacky MLS is. So they, the scenario was we had to beat them uh, by eight goals and then two other results had happened and they'd be out of the playoffs. But I think a win did matter to them. And so they were really going for it. Zach, nothing like playing spoiler. Am I right? Yeah, I know that's right. Honestly, first 20 minutes, it didn't really seem like they were going for it. I will say, we always look pretty good at the beginning. <laughs> you know? yeah. The mayor's like, okay, we just keep playing like this. And uh, it's just it's just not in the cards for us. We're, we're a 20-minute team. I wouldn't even say a first-half team. Yeah, but it does seem like a tactical change. Like, we deliberately stop and sit back because we do it like cohesively. Um, yeah, that's on this season's on Tyrone Marshall. I got to say. <laughs> He's the tone setter. Uh, we did have a great goal a ball laid off for, of all people, Zico Bailey, who slots at home beautifully. Zach, it had to be Zico. People were saying it just had to. Yeah, it really did. And uh, there was a headline about this. Zico Bailey, don't call him Zico Bayleaf, because this guy's a difference maker. <laughs> you really tied it all together. Um, the joke being, Jonah, that a Bayleaf, I don't think they matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, but I guess it depends who you're asking. Maybe. Um, I would say, well, that wouldn't really work. I'd say, don't forget to take him out when it's time to eat. You know, you always <laughs> take it out at the end. Did you ever see? Uh, there was a I don't know if it was a Tumblr or a blog spot or something that was uh, dedicated to like screen captures of tweets of people finding bay leaves in their <laughs> Chipotle, but they don't know what they are. No, <laughs> like like how the fuck is there a whole motherfucking leaf in my black beans? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I often get the I don't know what the big seed is. That's like very pungent. I guess pungent has more of a negative connotation. I got India tonight. You know, what's oh, the one? It, uh, cardamom? Maybe, but yeah. I'm like, man, imagine just eating this fucking big old thing. Yeah. That would really suck, but uh, it's never happened to me. I got this headline. Uh, this is a timely one. Definitely didn't write it several weeks ago. Boof this and they'll send you back to Brazil. Lucho reveals words of wisdom he gave to homesick Brenner before Panenka. <laughs> Actually, I might have oh, said yeah, that we on the podcast. Talk about that because <laughs> you did the solo pod. Oh, is that what it was from? I, here's my rundown: Spoon, Embarrassing Wednesday, Tonight, Who Cares, Renewing, 
Clay wins dead. <laughs> Auxilio won. That's it. That was my whole rundown. Oh, Clay. You didn't think you are going to get mentioned twice. You're not listening. Or are you? <laughs> you're obsessed with yourself, Clay. You wanted to hear if I'd mention you again. Uh, but yeah, we scored that goal. And, you know, I... I won't, I'm going to say my heart wasn't in it, but I waved over to the Atlanta fans, knowing full well <laughs> we're going to lose the game <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, uh, you know, everything that was good was good no longer. We did have some some classic Lucho in every way you want. Some back between the legs. We had nutmeg, some, uh, some flicks. I mean, he just really, he ran the full gamut besides... I don't even know if he had a shot on goal. Not so much the sh- the shooting, but uh, he gave us one last taste before the offseason, huh? Yeah, for sure. No, he had, I thought he had a good game. Uh, Moderita, he had a good first half, especially. We got to that touch line a few times. Kubo did, too. Pull it back into the box. Uh, Vasquez had the one. We were on a break, and uh, he decided to let rip and piss all his teammates off. <laughs> um, but he's the only one scoring, so... He's got every right. Yeah, he scored a long-range goal the other week. So, permission granted, and what would Lucho do? Let's be honest. Actually, he'd probably pass, but he'd wait too long. And then uh, we we had the lead at halftime, right? We took it into the second mm-hmm. half. Um, so, half a point. Half, no, wait, 1.5 points. If they had any sense, that's how they'd award it. Uh, then the first goal, poor clearance, and then they had, it, had the ball down. I think it... I think it went off FCC player. Do you know if it was it an own goal? I haven't checked because why would I? I don't know. Um, can't really blame Vermeer for that, who had some big saves. He was goofy out there, but came out and made some big saves. And then the second goal, Joseph Martinez kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. Not a bicycle, but just like a very acute and bizarre angle and managed to uh, loop it into the, the back. And I wouldn't blame Vermeer for that either, would you? It's quite a goal. No, I wouldn't blame him. It was a Viasia who headed it straight up, which like I wouldn't really clearance. blame him for that either. And Stanko was on he was the one getting tight on Martinez. Like, I don't know if I'd blame him either. It was a fucking it was an incredible shot. Yeah, I, I can't imagine many other people in MLS making that shot. I like I mentioned, besides Brenner. They look like a Brenner special <laughs> where the angle looks impossible and you're like he'll muscle his way in. Uh, quiet game for the $13 million man. He didn't really go out with a blaze of glory this season. No, he found himself offside a couple times. Um, or was he, according the... to our seat neighbors? <laughs> Learn <laughs> the rules. <laughs> the one uh, of them I was like watching the whole time was like, he's off. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> he's close. incredibly offside. That made me mad. Uh, yeah, some poor first touches. Um, he never takes the ball in stride. Can't win a ball out of the air. Um. But at <laughs> the end of the day, uh, highlight of the game for me, which I thought was hilarious, adorable, frightening, and everything you, did you want. Pull up, oh, go ahead. Did you pull up Pat Brennan's tweet about it? It was pretty good. Uh, I read it. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, somebody said it sounded like stage direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enters the scene. Um, but yeah, if you were, I don't know if. I I kind of want to watch the replay, although I don't know. I guess did he tweet like after it, or was it after the game and he was referencing it? Can I use him as it a timestamp? Right okay, good. Maybe I'll go and check it out, uh, see if it made the broadcast. 
But if you different parts of the stadium, you might not be able to see it. But Vermeer, the ball, he thinks it's a. I don't know if he thought it went out and it was a goal kick or a free kick, but he goes to well, the side. Oh, go ahead. The ball um, pinged off the post, and uh, I, yeah, he. I think he thought it went out for a goal kick instead of bouncing back yeah. in the play. So the ball's in play. It's all happening in front of him. He's off to the side. Uh, I thought maybe he was having a quick drink of water just off to the side, which is already like ridiculous, but uh, it just, it felt right. And then he goes almost completely behind the net to pick up a ball. All the while the game's happening and like a couple Atlanta players notice it and they're trying to hurriedly um, get the ball that way. Um, Eventually Vermeer walks onto the field with another ball in his hands and the referee's like waving it away and then Vermeer realizes what's going on. But I mean... What else do you need? That like really kind of sums up the Vermeer and FCC experience. Honestly, it could have been one of the great MLS bloopers of all time if Vermeer takes another couple seconds and Atlanta manages a shot on the open goal. I mean, we're never, and I mean never, living that down. And honestly, I was here for it. No, it would be a, <laughs> that's a career ruiner for sure. Uh, like, so is the season with FCC. I hope. Yeah, it really would have been incredible. I'm like, I'm happy for him that it didn't happen. But sure. Uh, well, we're just, I mean, we're all besides ourselves up there. And I just wonder, like, the fans behind the goal, were they giving it to him? Were they letting him know? Or were they lost? I don't know. Man. Brian Weigel, you're, you're back there. I, I'm going to need a tweet in the morning for all the people did, did behind the goal did you realize what Vermeer was doing and did you try to help him because if you did it wasn't good enough because the only thing that stopped him was the referee because he saw the second ball and um <laughs> I hope he got off one of those things and not like a ball person like handed him a ball because they're just as culpable if they're like here you go yeah. go be somebody um well it's kind of sad because he had I mean the he, thing is if they would have if it was a ball person had they refused he would still be back there <laughs> arguing with them. <laughs> He'd be there right now. Lights off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a disaster. Uh, but he had, honestly, he had a pretty good game. He had one, yeah. uh, he parried one away that I couldn't tell live. It could have moved where you're like, that was, he could have done better than that. Uh, either way, he knocked it away, but it might have been moving and he just had to palm it away. But knowing him, he just, he just swatted away. But besides that, he had, he stopped one with his feet um, from like point blank range. And then he had another one that, um, well, he didn't push that one against the pole, but he had a few good saves. He showed you why, like, he looks like he might be a good goalie. Because he does those things <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he kind of lucked out. That one, I think that foot save was on Joseph Martinez. And then Martinez had another one where he, like, it didn't get saved. It looked like he just whiffed it and fell down. Um, so we kind of lucked out in that sense. But Well, it was, it was a hoot. But, yeah, after Martinez's goal, it never really, uh, I never really felt like uh, we had a goal in us. We had a few like free kicks where we put it in and whatever. But from open play, I, I don't know. Unless I'm forgetting something, um, I didn't believe. <laughs> I always thought, no matter one up, I was like, well, you know, I know how this goes. And it did go that way. Am I wrong? Did I, did I forget a moment that we 
anything almost came off. Yeah, there was that one. Um, we did that. We played a corner, I think, back to Matarita, and then had like three passes. I feel like that was. Oh, that wasn't that. That was the first half. Yeah, it was first because that was uh, close to us. Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember much. <laughs> second half at all uh, so you know kind of go out the way we the way we came in as losers um, <laughs> that was that was that although I did see a lot of um, a lot of quote unquote uh, good teams missed out on the playoffs uh, Columbus missed out DC Montreal Miami we finished dead last 0.59 points per game which last year we were at 0.7. 2019, we were at 0.7. Kind of impressive. <laughs> this was our worst year in MLS. I can't say I would have predicted that before this season. How about you? Because I think, actually, we did. We predicted every game, and I, I think we had a home playoff game. Is that- yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure we did. <laughs> We've, uh, we're have we 0 for 3 with predictions. Uh, but tell you, next year... I don't want to step on step on the toes of our uh, future content, but I'm predicting playoffs. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough, uh, feel good about Columbus missing out. Uh, Columbus won the same amount of road games as us, and so did Philadelphia. That's a fact. Uh, we won more road games than Chicago, Toronto. We won as many road games as DC and Montreal. But, Zach, can you guess how many home games we won this year? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How many? Who did we? Who was it? Uh, Toronto. <laughs> oh, right. Toronto, who um, was 2-12-3 and three on the road, so pretty impressive. Yeah, we won one game. Um, pretty crazy. Houston did not win a single road game. How about that? They won six home games. Just a really exciting, uh, exciting year. But we we press on, and now we get to see who stays, who goes. We find out who the head coach is. Um, I had this written down, Zach. This will be really fun stuff. Uh, what was your? Wow, this is really CST. What was your lowest moment of the season? And what was your your greatest moment of the season as an FCC fan? Um, I don't know. That, the lowest moment was always changing, but I think, <laughs> I think the six three to Nashville. I know it was meaningless, but uh, yeah. God damn. I would that say really that would be mine if Caleb Porter was involved. But having him shush us after coming back to tie uh, the worst MLS team ever. Yeah. Something about that really. <laughs> Sure. Stuck, stuck in my crawl. Uh, but how about what moment brought you the most joy? I'm gonna assume it was something at home, even though we only won one home game. But where did you? Where was your peak joy for 2021? Oh, jeez. Um, peak joy for me. Uh, it could be a moment. It doesn't not, have to be a whole game. Um, Isaac Atanga in Columbus. That's peak joy. That's probably right. Because it had being there air jerking off all that jazz it's pretty good what do you hear yap out uh i like to talk about this with kevin because he was kevin was very upset about uh losing that preseason game 
badly to Louisville in which they had like someone who was no longer on the team and was like now like an administrator for the club like participated <laughs> and he was like this can't happen and I'm like bro who gives a fuck no, you know what does it <laughs> little did I know that was a harbinger of things to come <laughs> but uh turns out everything was as bad as it could have possibly been but uh I don't know did you think we were going to be this bad no <laughs> i know <laughs> you were there for the prediction episode <laughs> yeah we did spend a lot of money but we press on um you know it'd be too hard to say who you think should stay but um are there any non-obvious players you think that's enough we should move on you know is there any you know there's probably a group think of yeah obviously mocha joe's dead weight or um i think yeah ooh, so i think like the consensus this is what I would assume. It's Mocha Joe, Stanko. Uh, Harris has got to be done for, right? Um, fuck, who else? <laughs> Can we cut loose? I don't even know. Um, but I'll tell you who I want to keep. Zico. He's not making any money anyway. Right. Um, Matarita. You got to keep him. Yuya Kubo. And uh, Lucho. We'll probably keep Brenner because of the money thing. <laughs> we just give him away. We trade him for a draft pick. Chris Albright's like, you think you zig? I say, come back on the draft, baby. Uh, yeah, I think most people are all on the same page. I, you know, I don't care who gets who's gone. Really, obviously, I'll be sad but i said this last year i was like whoever goes goes whoever stays stays and um you know who, yeah there's, who is, i mean there's no austin barry has to go there's, there's no connection to anyone on this team at the moment is there like who's the fan favorite the who's that haglin <laughs> yeah yeah uh i mean he'll probably take whatever amount of money we give him he's fine as a depth depth piece but you know we don't need to get too in depth with in depth with the roster that's for other podcasts to do but i just you know just um what's your let's make a prediction new starters next year how many are you thinking how many are you guessing i I should say (laughs) i didn't read laurel's uh article about how tricky the roster is with multi-year contracts and stuff um life finds a way that's what i always say yeah, I think that was what I said too. And uh, I think Joseph Mamey said he wouldn't exp- like he was just guessing as well, just same as us. But like he said, like, he couldn't imagine there being more than three. I was like, if we have eight returning starters, I think we're screwed. <laughs> and I don't even like I could say there's eight good players, but we, you know something's and one of those has to be the goalie, right? It can't be the same. Can't be the same goalies starting. It just can't. Right? Over. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um we'll wrap up the season a little more after, unless he doesn't. Uh golf sent me a three four one tone line. I see knocked off the cobwebs in the tone line. Nice. Uh so if Kevin doesn't have a minute, I'll just play that right here. But Kevin, you haven't responded to me, but here you go. Yo, it's golf. Um well, the season's over. Finally. Um, I just wanted to call and 
say with all the fucking ups and downs this season, um, I appreciate the fact that you guys fucking suck it out and uh, kept giving us hashtag content. Um, and I look forward to next year. That's all. Peace. Oh, baby. Let's do potpourri. Potpourri. What are we at? 26. I'll cut out some of our talking about soccer. Who cares? Um, yeah, the season's over. Zach, I think I've decided got to come back at least one more season. The people need us. And the odds of us being this bad again, 50-50. So there's a chance we'll be better. And don't you want to be a part of a good FCC podcast? Wait, wait, hold on. A good FCC team following podcast again? Don't you just want to? Sure. Oh. No? (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I don't provide anything anyway. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Excited for the off season. Nothing like a Saturday and Sunday without having to do anything. Those are the best. May have one interview lined up. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens with the roster. If you know what I'm saying, um, looking forward to that. Um, big takeaway from the year, mostly made a lot of enemies, not a lot of new friends. <laughs> what about you, Zach? What's your big What's your big non-soccer takeaway from this season? You've just been along for the ride. Sorry to drag <clears throat> you into all these things that you actually uh, doesn't affect you at all. I don't think it affects you either. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh. But uh, I don't know if you saw President Chris White step down as president of the Pride. And, and do you honestly, have an announcement to make? I don't think I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those would be awkward uh, supporters groups meeting. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Remember? I made the video where I said, you guys don't give a fuck. Um, that was fun. Yeah, I think I've burned too many bridges, but uh, that's okay. So, congratulations to Chris White on an absolutely, you know what? Three out of his five-year reign, FCC was miserable. I'm not, I'm not too big of a man to say that he could have been partly responsible. The fan culture needs to take some of the responsibility for the team being this bad. Bannergate? Anyone? 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 Remember, Zach? Yep. Uh, good talk. Is there <laughs> Put your uh, final thought before I have uh, one or two other things to talk about. On 2021, the people want to know, Zach, what's your big takeaway? What a ride. <laughs> it was quite a ride. Uh, season started dealing with that railing um <laughs> I think it's like COVID. <laughs> um geez what else pretzels pretzels um yeah i don't know fuck it i had a good time we had a good season ticket group uh yeah i think we'll get better <laughs> <laughs> it'll be all right yeah i'm not I'm not sweating it too much. And apparently, as I said in the last week by myself, that a lot of other people think uh, things will get better because it didn't look like we lost nearly as many season ticket holders as I thought we would to the point at which we basically had no choice but to stay up with the peasants. But uh, that's okay as well. You know, there wasn't a perfect seat down low. 
overall, I say we have a good view and I look forward to the new era with, um, I don't know, Bob Bradley, whoever it is, you know, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, yeah. What else? Made a lot of enemies. Pretzels. Remember the beginning of the year, people just dying to get into this stadium. And then by the end of the year, couldn't literally give their seats away because of SeatGeek. What a ride. Yeah. I I don't know. It confuses me. People saying like, no, I'm not going to go to the last game. I want to enjoy my day. I'm like, I don't Wins or, or losses. <laughs> it's just a good time. This you know? is the problem with FCC fandom. They're so <laughs> okay with losing. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not like disassociated watching the live games. Like I am watching the away games, uh, the home games. Like I'm watching away games on TV where it might as well just be. I'm watching a fiction movie because it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I still feel things, but yeah, as I was feeling horrible about the Bengals, I try to remember that everything is, this is all for entertainment. You get out what you put in. And if you put it in, in a certain way, you get it out in a certain way. So I just, you know, just think back years ago that we'd be watching and complaining about having the worst MLS team. You didn't even think we'd be in the MLS. Now here we are. The historically bad team dreams do come true but uh yeah and it was a lovely day you know can't ask for more except a win but that'd be asking too much but uh yeah we're not done with the teak like i said usa mexico zach friday i'll tell you what i'm starting to get a little nervous feeling thinking about the game yeah i know that's right <laughs> um I don't want to get blown out. <laughs> I know my bar should be much higher. We've beat them the last two times, but uh, yeah, I don't want to. I won't want Cincinnati to be the the theater of nightmares. I want it to be the theater of dreams. Uh, Zach, I told you this story. Tell me, I'm not talking out of school. Some guy joining the FCC fan group, FC Cincinnati fan group page on Facebook, and asking if anyone has tickets for USA Mexico. I for no reason check out his profile and see that he's often seen wearing a Mexican national team Jersey. So I go back into the thread and I say, don't sell your tickets to this guy. Cause like five people have said, DM me. I have tickets, DM me. Um, and then I got a bunch of the emoji reactions of like the, the mouth wide open. Like, Ooh, uh, am I talking out of school? Should, am I wrong? Should we not be trying to sell tickets to, uh, Mexico's Mexican fans for this USA? It's a home game, folks. It's a home game. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think everyone's with you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was so confused by his getting all these emojis of the, the jaw open. I was like, did I say something crazy? I'm not just saying it because he has um, a Spanish name. <laughs> I checked it out. <laughs> He's wearing a Mexico national team. So I'm very curious. Uh, what do you think the ratio is going to be? I'm hoping anything 70-30 Anything that and above, I'll feel pretty good about. What about you? Yeah, I feel good about that. We'll see. Because pretty much everywhere else is, besides like the Columbus games, you put this in anywhere else, I feel like you're getting um, over half Mexican fans. So I hope it's sure. an actual home field fan. Even Columbus was substantial. I don't know what the percentage would be there. but uh, There's one way I could kind of tell. I mean, there's lots scattered throughout, but there's a huge chunk of uh, 
Mexican fans in the corner because there was a card stunt during the TIFO. And um, like the first two letters were inel- in- in- illegible, illegible because uh, <laughs> sure. they were just like, no, no, I'm not <laughs> holding up this sign. I will say if you're listening today, anytime before uh, the evening, they're finishing painting the TIFO for the game tomorrow. I mean, for the game Friday, but they're finishing tomorrow. So if you want to go paint, apparently there'll be Taglio Pizza. If you get there early enough, apparently I didn't. If you like that Detroit style, go down to it's the warehouse behind the workhorse gate across that street or just check Twitter. You know where to look. I'm sure CST will talk about it a million times. But if you want to go help paint the TIFO that they're going to raise, be a part of something special. Go down there. I don't know if I'll be down there because tomorrow is my birthday. Everyone's very excited about it across FCC fandom. And um, that's just that. But uh, I don't know anything else about USA Mexico. Do you actually have an opinion? We don't talk about the game, but uh, um, are you excited for like an exciting, I don't know, since hell is real, this might be the best vibe they've had at TQL. Yeah. And I missed, I couldn't go to hell is real. So this is, uh, I don't think I've been there for what in a packed stadium. Right. I was there for like one announced sellout and it wasn't um, full. I don't know what game that was. It wasn't full, full for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm pumped. Um, yeah, it's that late fucking kickoff. It's mm-hmm. going to be a tense vibe. It'll be good. Not for kids. No, yeah, keep the kids at home. Because I'm going to say the F word. Fuck. <laughs> um, uh, Amelia, if you want to sit with us, um, Nick has five days to pay for his ticket. So you message me, you pay first. Uh, it's all yours. Nick's never going to hear this. Uh, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, kind of a weird way to end 2021 season, you know. But well, we can do right? a post USA pod and really sum up the year. Sure. Let's finally put a bow on it. Maybe we go game by game through the season and repick. Okay. <laughs> knowing the result. Because there's a few I'd say, nope, I'd still, I'd still go still win for that. <laughs> yeah. We deserved that. So I'm not changing it. Uh, good idea. Uh, all right. My final thoughts 2021. If you listened to all the episodes this season, you are. A true hero like i said last week the numbers dropping as we uh, do worse and worse but there are there's a core group of you that i'm really impressed you still listen to an fcc podcast after all this season um zach you had a heartfelt message for the fans what was it what excuse me no <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, you want to shout out brian weigel is that which one I saw? Did he have glasses? Yeah, I think yes. so. Well, one of them said hi to me. And Do you I want to apologize, to actually, for being you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry it was me. One of them said hi to me. I'm 100% sure they thought it was you at first. Then it was too late. And I said hi back. They're probably confused. <laughs> and then you were like, when do we end this hug? Who <laughs> lets go Eli. first? <laughs> Eli started getting upset. Just tugging at your shirt. Daddy. Yeah. End this. 
<laughs> uh, what's your final thought on anything? Jesus, um, or final sentence? You know, not like a spiel. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a spiel. I have renewed. I'm excited for next season. Uh, it's gonna come quick. So, uh, yeah. Until then, I guess I won't talk to you until then. Huh? Right. <laughs> um. I usually say I renewed when I take a second shower of the day. <laughs> right? I'm done taking two showers, but renewed. I get it though. Yes, no. <laughs> oh, we've had a year. We've had a year. Um, Zach, if this if this interview comes through, is this going to break the internet <laughs> on the most niche, pointless level? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think so. It's exciting. Um, to all the friends we've made along the way this season, and to all the enemies, to all the lions that aren't lying, and to all the supporters groups that play cards, we couldn't have done it without you. It's all part of the tapestry that makes up the rug. <laughs> That's this season. <laughs> Chad, Nick from Soccer, heroes there's still a home for you here yeah any day now <laughs> i can't wait uh nick we'll talk about it on friday you don't listen you don't care uh amelia what's cody cropping saw you in the fucking concourse perfect way to end the season Did am you i right see, uh, the, you see the cody cropper highlight <laughs> cody cropper boofing things in usl we really know how to pick them um smartest man in the city Jack Stern just sliding by. <laughs> Although I don't think he's picking these players. I gotta be honest. But you never know. He's definitely not picking the Dutch ones. All right. Yeah. Cody Crown. Right. Yeah. Amelia, what's good? I'll see you Friday. <laughs> e2, the section. All right. God bless America on Friday. Go paint the TIFO and paint the town orange and blue tonight. Good. Uh, bye. Good season. Good night. Good morning. Goodbye.
Oh, yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. 